You're listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. This week, we're thrilled to bring you a powerful conversation between Pastor Louis Giglio and legendary college football coach Mark Rick, where they discuss fatherhood, mentorship, and the moment that changed a young man's life forever. So crazy when you get that clarity, isn't it? And all of a sudden, your purpose is yeah. set. Yeah. And you may do different things in life, like you've coached, you right. are a TV analyst, you're right. a husband and a father and a grandfather, and you've done right. all these different things, and, and an author, and you'll continue to, but the purpose right. got clarified well, for you that day. you know, day. my life verse, you say that, my life verse is Colossians 3.23. Whatever you do, do your work heartily, H-E-A-R-T-I-L-Y, do the best you can and do it unto the Lord rather than man. And and I think people sometimes are like, what does God want me to do? What does God want me to do? Well, I don't know if he cares so much what we do, but whatever we do, do it the best we can and yeah. do it unto him rather than man. And what that means is, you know, like I, I've, I had assistant coaches under my authority and I'd walk the practice field and I'd get near somebody's drill and I'd see him coach a little harder when I got closer. I'd see his language change maybe a little bit when I got a little closer. And I'm like, why, why are you now doing better because I'm, I'm watching you. You know, you're accountable to me, but if you're accountable to God, he sees everything. That's the highest accountability you can have as a human being. So if you're, if you're doing your work heartily unto the Lord, he sees everything. So the goal is to, to be you know, pleasing to him. So it keeps, you on tra- it keeps you on track. You obviously did a really great job of coaching. I mean, you're a legendary coach. Your record for Georgia speaks for itself. I think when uh, your time at Georgia ended, it was because you had a disastrous like nine and three season or something. Yeah, we won. We won with the bowl game. We won ten. It was awful. <laughs> ten win season. <laughs> and man, we're gonna have to get rid of this guy because uh, he's not gonna get us where we want to be. Well, we said we mutually agreed. But when you <laughs> yes. mutu- when you mutually agree and they pay you at the end, it means they fired you. <laughs> so that, that's how that went. That's how that worked. You were obviously a class uh, in that whole zone as well. And, you know, being a coach in the SEC, nine wins isn't enough sometimes. Eight wins. You can win eight games, nine games. But if you don't beat XYZ team, and if you don't make it to the SEC championship game and win, it's a high bar. Right. And so you're in that environment. You're succeeding in that environment. But you also, you got to win. Sure. But you also are building men. Right. That, yeah. That's a... Yeah, that was a mission. That's a tension. Yeah. Well, here's the deal. I always believed if you build a better man, you're going to build a better team. It just makes sense. But people, people, some people just hated the fact that I loved the players and I wanted them to have success in life past football. And they thought, if you love these guys and you pour into their lives besides football, then you don't want to win bad enough which is ludicrous but that's what people believe you know they don't want you to care about the players as much as can you get them to run and jump and throw and catch and tackle is what they wanted to see and they wanted to see wins and I get it I mean we, we signed up for that but um, you know I had chances to coach in the NFL but I really felt my mission was with the, that age group of 18 to 22 years old where they go from boyhood to manhood and I can't tell you how many mothers came to me, you know, single moms, probably two-thirds of the team, if not more, the moms would come to me in the recruiting process and say, I could teach them a lot of things, coach, but I can't teach them how to be a man. Wow. Would you please do that for me? 
you know, I took that seriously. And that's what we tried to do. So, you know, I tried to hire coaches who were married, happily married, loved their wife, loved their children. You know, I wanted to model loving my wife, loving my children. Because a lot of these guys had never seen that modeled for them. And so, you know, they're going to listen to what coach says for sure. But they're going to watch coach. And if they see their position coach loving their wife and loving their children, they, they become attracted to that. And that's what they want for them. And I would always tell them, I mean, it doesn't matter what home life you came from. It could have, you could have had the greatest dad. You could have had no dad that, you know, was even around at any time or another. But if you personally decide that you're going to love the Lord, love your wife as Christ loved the church, love your children, you know, then, then you're going to bless those children. You're going to bless your wife. And you're, guess what? Your children are going to find the right kind of... Your daughter is going to know what to look for in a godly man. Your, your son is going to know how to treat a woman. And they're going to, they're going to get married, and they're, they're going to bless your grandchildren. So it just one guy decides wow. to break a chain of whatever was bad, and maybe a continuation of something that was good, that you're going to bless you know, generations beyond you. And within just a couple generations, you might affect you know, 100 people's lives and beyond so you know they I can't tell you I, I, this phone right here still has 706 it's, it's, I got that number from 2001 still because I didn't want to lose contact with all those players because I wanted them to, to call me or text me and be able to find me so I'll get pictures of them having a new baby and talking about fatherhood or, wow. or being baptized themselves and becoming believers from seeds that might have been planted back in their day at Georgia and just you know all kind of different life even you know some guys going back to get their degree and they're showing me you know the pictures of them with their cap and gown you know so uh, you know it's it's been an awesome ride and I've just really enjoyed knowing uh, those guys up yeah I know that there are probably people watching this um, some of your former players staff and there's a lot of people involved in an SEC right. football oh, yeah. program people see a coach coaches right. and players but there are dozens of other people right. in the mix that you've well, you, you mentioned that and and so as a coach you're like i know i'm going to influence the players you're like yeah i'm probably going to have influence over my staff but what you don't realize is how crazy and rabid the fans are in the sec period so you know for whatever reason people do want to hear what coach has to say and um so you you reach uh thousands of people that aren't even a player or a staff member, and, uh, and somehow uh, you have a chance to have influence in a positive way there too. Thanks again for listening to the Passion Daily Podcast. And don't forget to go and subscribe to the Passion City Church and Passion City Church DC podcasts for our full messages every week.